Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies, where we proudly champion the core principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Thrilled to have you with us this evening. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, you can always call us. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Or email me, john at knssradio.com. Or visit our Facebook page, The John Whitmer Show. Or you can find me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. I love hearing from you. It is always a, a, a pleasure to, to hear from our listeners. Going to change up our format a little bit this evening. Um, after our first guest, I'm going to share with you my thoughts. Uh, obviously, you know, unlike the rest of the country, we still have our children going to Wichita Public Schools in masks. It's something I, I was hoping might get fixed this uh, this week, but unfortunately, due to the snow, uh, it has not been, and it's uh, something I want to talk about. But before that, I could I wanted to bring on. Uh, a guest, someone who has been on the show before and someone who I think is a, is a real expert on this particular topic. He was only available in the first hour. And so I wanted to bring him in. Let him talk to you. Let him give you some feedback. We'll, uh, let him talk to you for a few minutes. Of course, we had to do intro music. Do intro music for every guest. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. 
And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little Aaron Lewis, am I the only one? By the way, Aaron Lewis coming to Wichita here later this year. Guarantee you my wife is going to want to go see that concert. If I don't buy tickets to that, I'll be sleeping on the couch for for a month. (laughs) So in the past week, 10 states have declared an end to mask mandates. The CDC still recommends indoor masking, but that position could change very soon. And on Friday, the Wall Street Journal reported that Walmart will no longer require vaccinated employees to wear masks in stores. Okay, what's the point? At any rate, the retail giant was one of the first to enact mask mandates for employees back in April of 2020. Joining us now to discuss this growing trend is Dr. Roger Klein. He is an expert with the Federalist Society Regulatory Transparency Projects, FDA, and Health Working Group, and a former HHS advisor to the FDA and the CDC. Doc, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Yeah, hi, John. Great to be with you. So um, (laughs) we're slowly regaining some semblance of normalcy here. The, The question is... Why is it taken so long considering these these mask mandates ap- appear to have had really no impact on the COVID pandemic and, and its trajectory? It just seemed like it needed time to work its way out. I don't think the mask mandates made a hill of beans difference, did it? Well, I think if, if they did, if, if having the general public wear face coverings did anything, it, it probably wasn't much. I think common sense tells you that we we saw rampant spread uh, all over irrespective of these these mandates i think it's just too contagious uh so so i think um you know this is a very healthy development to see uh to see uh, abatement and and why you can't why we can't uh, uh why people won't let go you know it's complicated i think once once these types of restrictions and um mandates get placed get get put into place they become hard to remove, and people become conditioned uh, to living with them. And I, and, and there, there's all sorts of dynamics. You have political issues, uh, politicians who like to preserve or retain uh, control, and uh, and people who are frightened and and want to feel as if they're doing something. Well, that's a good point, and I've I've heard people say that those who aren't at high risk categories or who don't have major underlying health conditions. <laughs> really were not the primary uh, at-risk factors here in the pandemic. And the U.S. is more of a psychological threat for, you know, for, for those folks than, a, than a, a health one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I think, you know, for most people, the pandemic itself hasn't been, uh, the, the SARS-CoV-2 viruses, is doesn't pose a serious threat on a statistical basis and at this point where many you know have millions hundreds of millions of people have been vaccinated and have had uh or, or have had COVID, you know a substantial portion of the population the the risks are extremely low and uh and and yes i think you know the pandemic right now is a psychological phenomenon much more than a, a real one in terms of uh 
of the actual threat. Doc, you know, arguably, I think these mask mandates have been heavily intertwined with with politics and, and with a desire by some members of society, some politicians uh, to have some measure of control. And I think whether it be um, controlling behavior, trying to control a population, trying to just control the messaging, if nothing else, do you think that's part of it? Is it it's just been an, an attempt to at least try and get some semblance of control? I think that is part of it. I think politicians uh, uh, like control. I think, uh, I think they like to look as if they're doing something. I think that we also have to understand that there's a lot of frightened people who want politicians to do something. So in some of these states, where the mandates are still in place, there are probably a lot of people who, who, who are supportive of that. I, I'm not, I, it may not be most, but there are probably plenty of people who are. I mean, I, I, where I live in Ohio, I see folks walking around with face coverings. They don't have to do it. And I think, uh, I think that there's um, a lot of fear. But there's such a double standard here. I mean, you've got California is a perfect example. You, I watched the Super Bowl, and there were 70,000 people in the stands, none of them wearing masks. And yet Monday morning, the following Monday morning, kids going back to school in California had to wear face masks. It's, the hypocrisy is, is glaring. It is. I think it's, but politics has never made sense. You know, it's sort of, that's a different world and it's intertwined with medicine and science and the politicians are in control. And of course they can find, they can always find some health expert or some science expert to support what they're doing. There's enough heterogeneity and opinion, enough disagreement uh, that, that they can, they can, find people who support their point of view. And, and of course that's what they do. I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a shame, but these, this is what happens in a situation in which you have, um, you have limited data on which to base decisions. Now we, that, that was the case early on, but I think at this point we're, we're well past the time where we, uh, where we don't understand what's happening and what our ability to either control or, or restrain this virus is. And quite frankly, as far as the latter in terms of spread, it's, we, there's, there, there are serious limits to what we can do if a person doesn't, wants to try not to get infected, you basically have to stay away from other people. Yeah. I mean, and, and do you think we're at a, a point now where we should basically just move forward, move on, uh, say, look, this is going to be with us like, you know, the measles and the mumps or the cold, it's going to be here and it's time to just move on and, and get back to normal, quote unquote, normal. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, we're well past that time. It, it's, at this point, again, it it, it poses a very small risk. Uh, to it, it, oh, it was never a high risk for most people, and I think the vulnerable folks, older folks, et cetera, had to be extremely careful. But for most people, I think it was it it, it the, the SARS didn't uh, didn't pose a, a great threat, and at this point, I already there there really there's very little we can do to stop the spread it's obvious even with a prior infection and or um vaccination 
that uh, that you can contract this disease and you can spread it. And and in fact, those this immunity that we've gained makes it less severe and perhaps more likely that people will be uh, mildly symptomatic and won't won't think twice about um, about going. You know, they'll feel a mild cold or nothing, and uh, and uh, and and will spread it more easily. So I think um, it is what it is. Time to time to move on. Time to deal with it with the understanding that there really isn't anything to, for most people to uh, to be afraid of. Do you foresee any any future, you know, another variant or anything like that? Or you think it's it's going to essentially peter out or be with us, but not to the extent that you know Delta was, for example. Oh, I, I think there'll be other variants. I, I, if it if it stays with us. It will be, be because there are other variants. What happens is we, we develop immunity, and then, and then it, it evades the immunity. So it's a race, like with any other microorganism. This is nothing new to the infectious disease world. We have bacteria that do that, and we have viruses that do that. And they mutate in response to – they mutate generally, and then what happens is, is the ones that are, res, are resistant to uh, or have less um, resistance are, you know, have greater resistance. You know, there may be some resistance, but are 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 uh, have greater ability to uh, evade uh, the the current immunity will propagate. That's what happens. So we're we're actually incur by vaccinating by getting infected. We encourage change in the virus itself because the viruses are constantly changing, and then it selects for uh, uh, the 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 ones that that are, are uh, for which we have immune, direct and absolute immunity against, they're, they're, they're not going to spread anymore. So that's what's going to happen, and it, it may hang around with us. That seems like a reasonable bet. It maybe is a cold, et cetera. Uh, it could peter out. I, we don't, I don't think we fully understand that, but I, but I think the fundamental processes are absolutely nothing new uh, to, uh, to virology. Uh, viruses, are, especially RNA viruses, they change. They're constantly changing. And we can expect more change. Well, Doc, having you hearing you say we're past time, we should move beyond the pandemic is, you know, music to my ears. I'm thrilled to hear it. If folks want to read some of the things that you've written, if they want to follow you, you're on Twitter at Roger D. Klein, and it's RogerDKlein.com is your website, correct? Correct. Fantastic, Doc. I appreciate you. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Always very informative. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Yeah, thank you. We'll be taking your calls at 745. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.